Aiden。Hello， 我呀，我本来是 Season Two 不想哭的，<笑>然后 Episode Two 就哭了。那为什么要播这首歌呢<笑> ？It's so nice the song. Do you guys know that this is our song? Yeah, this is Hello Goodbye, produced by Lighto Labs. Lighto Labs yeah, so you can check us out on Spotify, right? Just look for Lighto Labs. Now, this is a different channel from our podcast channel. Mm, mm. Mm, it's called Lighto Labs because our podcast channel is called the Lighto Podcast. Yes. <sighs> so Daniel, you're like cooler. Because this song is about a series, yeah, of hellos and goodbyes. Mm. Um, because You know,、um, of course, personally,、uh, last year and beginning of this year,、uh, we lost some very dear friends,、mm. some dear people, and just this week,、uh, lost another someone who's dear to me.、Mm. And also, Tim recently left Singapore after like good twenty years and went back to UK.、And、It's temporary, but, but we don't know when he can come back. Yeah, because of COVID, or、mm. when I can go and visit him,、mm. right? So when. When I was working on this track with the musician, we were talking about how can we come up with、um, a track that is,、mm, you know, it's sad, it's bittersweet. It talks about the goodbyes and the hellos because life is a series; it's never-ending river、mm-hmm. of hellos and goodbyes, right? And some of the hellos and goodbyes are、uh, happens on a daily basis, like、yep. you know, you say goodbye to your husband or your、mm. your wife, and then or your kid goes to school, and then the kid comes back, and it's a hello、mm. again, and it's a goodbye. But then there are certain goodbyes; they are more、uh, eternal,、mm. and you welcome new people in your life again. There's birth and there's death.、Yeah. So I think、Correct. this song basically encapsulates that because、mm. I wanted to remind people to really just cherish and hug someone you love close to you.、Um, so that's that's the track lah. <laughs> when I, we were working on this track, I I've cried so many buckets of tears, <laughs> and even when I was selecting the. Visual for the cover, which is、uh, shot by Rebecca,、I、was going through her whole catalogue of visuals, and I was crying. <laughs> I don't know; it's just very heartfelt. But anyway, it's such an emotional journey. It like, is like this, this whole this whole COVID COVID. We're going to talk about what happened this three months during lockdown, right?、Mm. Um, like creating, tapping into silence so that we can create deep work. Yeah, and, and the solitude is, that we all had to face. Exactly,、mm. and. With the silence and the space, we can tap into the creativity, and that's what came out of it, lah. Like to lapse the music channel、mm. <laughs> on Spotify. So the vision for our music channel is that we want to create music that will accompany you, yes, through all the different seasons of life. Exactly. Well right, put. Well、right? put. Yeah. yeah. So you have your your good times and your、mm-hmm. bad times, but music is always mm. there. Mm. Because you know, since season one, music has always played a huge part of our podcast, right? Because I think when words fail, music speaks volumes. Volumes, yes,、right? our show will be so different without the songs that we play at the end. Yeah, sometimes yeah. the the songs just finishes up everything beautifully without any more words that's required. Yes, it elevates it. I tell you. Yeah, so I think a lot of people like the Lighto podcast because of that, lah. It's、mm. it's like a storytelling, it's a journey, and I feel that music is healing and cathartic. So when we were coming up with the concept for Lighto Lab, the the music channel, because one thing it, it all started because we had this song "Rang Wei Liu Zhu Ni Zui Guo De Ye," right? That、yeah. was in season one. So.、Yeah. You, The only way you can play that song is through our podcast channel. Yeah. But you cannot favorite it.、Mm. You cannot save it to the playlist, and you cannot repeat it. You have to、yeah. manually press. So I think there was there was a Xiao Mao who said that she had to press play again and again in the shower when <laughs> she was listening to the song. So I, that gave me the idea of okay, why don't I separate it out and create a legit music channel?、Mm. But once I did that, oh my god! During COVID, I had a lot of. 
ideas. I was like, hey, why stop at that song? Correct. Why don't we do more? Yeah. Since music is a huge part of us. We love music so much, right? Correct. And then we love all the different genres. Correct. Why don't we do something with that? Yes. And yeah. then the idea is, um, less you think that I was on uh, the one on the piano, it's not me. I didn't play the piano. So what I we are doing with Lito Labs is, is literally like a laboratory, right? Mm-hmm. And we want to work with various talents, musicians, mm. to create what I call healing music. Mm. And healing music, you might think, is very meditative very spa-spa then waves birds <laughs> river flowing rain <laughs> we will have a fair share of that but I also feel that we want our channel to be not just you know subscribe to a particular style mm. right so today we just launched our EP which is Lytogen mm-hmm. it is a future funk EP yep. so it's got funk mm. disco sin yao and city pop it's just five tracks. It's crazy. It's not, it's not what anyone would expect, I think. Yes, after having listened to Hello Goodbye and Light, you will think there's more of the piano correct, love correct. grams. Then right? suddenly, oh. Yes, we switch it up and we wear future funk, mm. right? And the whole idea is recently I've learned this concept that actually there are people who have a lot of trouble doing meditation. Mm. Like they cannot sit and watch their own breathing. Like right. They mm-hmm. cannot have that silence, right? So the best thing that you can do actually is using music because mm. music is because the whole concept of meditating is so that you can be present. Yep. Music has that same magic. Mm. It allows us to be in the moment. Yep. And we have all sorts of music. When you're sad, you listen to sad love songs. Mm. When you're happy, you listen to the thumper thumper. When it's TGIF, when you're, you're ready to go clubbing, you listen to the thumper thumper kind of music. No, and it's even part of like, uh, what, what do you call it? Productivity nowadays, right? Yes. You want to study, you got to study music. Yes. You want to work, you have work hey, music. So I want to plug our little playlist called Clouds Symphony. So initially, I created this uh, podcast uh, this playlist to go with the exercise that we created, which mm. is the 42 questions uh, that will lead you to the purpose of your life, right? So that was like a, a little exercise, but I thought, why don't I create a playlist that can accompany the exercise so you can really focus mm. and go into a journey? So I created this playlist of 64 songs. It's about two hours and 45 minutes and it's become so popular. Like a lot of people say that, wow, when they listen to the playlist, they really focus on the work. Mm. So music That's is the magic, very powerful. Oh, that's yes, the magic. Yes. I'm actually also looking forward to creating my own. Yes. I mean, not that I make the music, yes. but I have, we can mu- produce. I have musician friends Correct. who I think would really help me to get you know, I've always wanted to be a musician, right? Mm-hmm. I really cannot play music for nuts. Yes, yes. But I know what kind of music I want to make. Right. You know I, mean? I know, you. Me. You went to study music production, I was at LaSalle. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> for six months. Oh my God. Yeah. Hey, come on. What? This is a channel for you now. Yeah, lo, to produce. Yes, lo. correct. Yeah, even though I went to LaSalle, but I still cannot make music. Mm. To be fair, I studied music tech. Mm. So it was more in the production. Yeah. You can totally do that now, Marina. Great, correct. Oh my god. So please look out for my yes. for my music. Yes, maybe you can get Chapanshan to do a song for us as yeah. well. We commission them. Can, can, can. Right, can maybe, can. right? Can, can. Okay, so I uh, hope you enjoyed that little intro about Lito Labs. Um, but to this this episode, Today, we're gonna talk about seeking silence. Mm, very yes. apt, right? I mean it is. it is a crazy world. Very noisy, very we're saturated. All, yeah, we're also distracted mm-hmm. and then the internet, you know, we we cannot focus. Mm-hmm. We're all doing like shallow work yes and i just feel like there's this sense of i don't know dissatisfaction yes you know what i mean yes. you, you don't feel sense of the sense of fulfillment yes in a lot of the things that you do because you're so scattered yes and it's this noise 
around you. Yes, so something has to change. Yeah, and I think in the previous episode, we were also talking about how the noise becomes so prevalent, right? Mm, that it becomes, you think that it's a signal and it's not a noise. Yeah, and you can't like, tell the difference. It's like you're, in, you're a fish in the ocean, right? Exactly. You don't realise you're in water. Exactly. Yeah. It's so, become the norm. Correct, correct, mm-hmm. correct. So I think we really, really, uh, I think all of us, most of us are seeking silence. Mm-hmm. Some of us might not realize it yet, mm-hmm. but some of us are actively seeking it. Yeah. But the problem is how do we find the silence in our lives? Mm. Mm. So this is what we want to talk about today. Yeah. If we have this information influx right now, right? I call it the information revolution and it's leaving so many of us so overwhelmed. And mm. then now we have created such unhealthy habits, right? And every like random space that we have in our life right now, we fill it with what? We glance at Instagram, we play our game, we go on the Facebook, mm. we go on the Twitter, right? But all these glances that we The news, of, yes. not to mention the news, right? It's so toxic. Exactly. And you have no control in a way if you just let it, it's like a fire hose, right? It mm-hmm. just keeps spraying at you. It's endless. It's fatigue, law. Yes. Oh. Right. And then these little glances that we're taking right now, it has already become stairs. Like I'm sure sometimes it's already become what? Stairs. Like you stare. <laughs> it's no longer a glance, it's a stare, oh. right? And the stairs have grown to take up a huge portion of our waking hours, you know? And sometimes even before I sleep, right? You see how it's like a Pandora's box, right? Mm. You, if you hold on to the phone and you think that you're just going to do a simple swipe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right, on Instagram, on Facebook, mm. okay, 10, 15 minutes later, you are still swiping, right? Mm. And then part of your brain, you say, I'm very tired. Mm. I want to go to sleep. I need to stop. But the f- hand is still fucking like moving right, and swiping. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is how toxic it is. Yeah. It's like we have been cast under a spell. Yeah. Yep, so yep. something has to change, right? And then I think today we want to talk about why we need to learn to focus and manage these distractions, right? Mm-hmm. What is the reason? The reason is because otherwise we can't really create deep work. Mm. We can't do the work that is really truly meaningful and useful for us. Correct. Because it's like your room, right? Mm. You have, let's say you're trying to find something and it's so messy. Mm. You literally like the thing that you want is buried under like all your all your trash. Exactly. Yeah. So you really need to clear everything out. Right. Then you I think for me, right, the whole idea of seeking silence is to to figure out what is important to me. Mm. You know, like what truly matters. Mm. Otherwise, then I'm just on autopilot. Exactly. I mean, it's the easiest thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. But then what is the meaning of life, Mm. right? So you want to figure out what really matters to you. This is why we want to seek silence. Yeah. You know, there's this, when I was prepping for this particular episode, right? I was like, okay, beyond seeking silence, right? If we recognize that that is the problem, Mm. then we also have to understand how our mind works. Mm. We have to first understand that if left to its own device, this is how the mind works. Then you can learn how to manage it. Then you know what is the problem, Mm. right? What is the lowest hanging fruit, right, for us? The easiest thing that, because our brain they always follow like uh, established pathways. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this last year or so. In season one? I think we did. What did we say? We always talk about the brain, ma, Yes. Right? But like this whole idea of like how our brain works is that- It's a motivational triad. Is we, it? We always seek pleasure, avoid pain, and we mm. want to use the least amount of resources. To get, yes. So to you get see from point how, A to point B. So you see how we are so addicted to mm. all these social media platforms and all the toxic news in our feed. Correct. Because the news in our feed is all sensationalized, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it's bizarre and it's toxic and it's dramatic. And it's by design, you know. Correct. They are there to outreach you, Correct. to make you like cynical and all that. Correct. To hook you. Exactly. And you know what? Doing deep work, it takes work. 
it takes effort. So mm. it's a lot easier for us to just swipe the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Especially when we are tackling a, a particular challenging part of our work, then we just go, yeah, let's go for the dopamine hit. Let's Correct. go for the dopamine Because hit. it's painful. It's really painful Correct. to do the work that you Correct. want Correct. So we want to avoid pain, but we are attracted to pleasure. Correct. So we're really scary, you know? We're really it's very scary. Yes. And studies have shown that our brains are changing. Exactly. You know, your brain is like now like addicted to drugs, right? Yes. Like every few moments you need a hit. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so there's this funny oh. thing that I wanted to share with you guys. You know, attention deficit disorder, right? Mm. I think it has changed. Mm. It has become an attention deficit trait. Mm. Why I say so? Okay, so ADD and ADHD, right? They are falling out of use, these terms, because effectively the entire human population fits the diagnostic criteria right now. <laughs> okay, so it's no longer a condition, but it is a trait. Right. All yes. of us have it. Like yeah. fucking hell, right? Correct. So our modern life is now unavoidably characterized by distractibility, inner frenzy, mm. and impatience. Mm. Well, okay, well, it starts it. as young as like, what, seven years old, right? Because they're all fed on an iPad diet and iPhone diet. They are babysitters right now. The mm. iPhone is a babysitter. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so this is, you can imagine how the youngsters, the kids, their brains are being wired now, mm. right? So there's another thing which is uh, what I call the caveman syndrome. Mm. I've studied this, right? And it's to understand that our bodies and our minds, they are actually not optimized for today's world. Yes. This one we really discussed quite a few times. Right. Yeah, we always talk about how our brain is not designed for the modern day. Yes, it's still reptilian. We haven't had time to change. Exactly, but the world has moved on so fast, right? Mm. Our brain hasn't really changed and hasn't caught up with the environment, right? And then we use our constellation of shiny apps as mood regulators, as self-soothers when we don't feel well, and as time fillers and boredom suppressors. Mm. So, so what is the problem that we have? The problem <laughs> is that we have too much out there and it's the environment. And you know, like what I always say, right? The circumstance is always neutral. Mm. It's 50-50 mm. and you cannot control it. So what you can control is yourself, uh-huh. your mind and your own mindset. Uh-huh. And today I have a few things that I can share with you, like tools of how you can change your mindset and also change your identity in a way so you know how to manage the information that is otherwise very overwhelming. Wow, mm. Sometimes I think it seems to be harder to be a human being nowadays. Definitely. More than like 20, 30 years ago. And we are not actually taught how to manage this information. Exactly. We all have to stumble around. We're improvising now, basically. We're improvising. And that's why we're doing this episode because we're also trying to make sense. Like, you know, there's this other concept that I wanted to share with you, which is you were saying that some people don't even know that they have this problem, right? Mm -hmm. They are still kind of knee deep into this like lack of control and, you know, like being possessed, right? Yeah. By all this addiction. Mm -hmm. But then there are people like you and I, we are kind of fatigued. We start to feel this visceral like, no, you um, get sick and tired of it. Correct. It's like, So I came to this concept called perception control. This is what's happening. So this is why we feel overwhelmed and we feel like having like social media fast or a digital fast, which we recently went on, right? Mm. Okay. It's because actually in all of us, we have a reference point. Okay. And we have a reference range. Okay. When this point and range is violated, it kicks us into action and we want to change our behaviour. Okay. Okay, so let me explain a little bit more about this threshold and this point. So the best way to explain this is like an analogy. Like for example, the light around us. Mm. Okay, when it is too dark and we want to read, the threshold is too low, right? Mm. So we go like, we need more light. So what do we do? We switch on the light or we put on a candle mm. or we bring out a torchlight. But if let's say you are on a beach with white sand and the sun is very, very strong and then your eyes are like blinded because the sand is like glaring, it's too bright, then what do you do? You put on your sunglasses. sunglasses. Mm-hmm. So 
there's a threshold and there's a range where it's acceptable, the amount of brightness. Mm. So when it is too bright or it's too dark, you will do something to alter the experience. Mm. So it is the same thing, like for example, temperature also. When it's too cold, you put on winter clothing. When it's too warm, you wear singlet and you wear flip-flops. When it comes to our social media diet and the news and everything, the information, there comes a point whereby it starts to violate our reference point mm. and our reference range. So we start to feel very overwhelmed or uncomfortable. And that's when we sometimes feel like I need to go on a fast. Mm. I want to stop. Yeah. I want to quit. I want to say, okay, bye, I'm quitting Facebook. <laughs> and you'll be very dramatic about it and you tell the whole world. You know what I mean? So, that, <laughs> <laughs> huh? I had a friend who did that, like write farewell posts and all And that. then after that, you may Sometimes like, you'll come back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It's like very knee-jerk because we want to manage that sense of overwhelm. We are regulating. So it kicks us into behaving in a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so that is what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important for us to understand that, you know, we have this cognitive scope limitation. Like this world is bigger than our ability to process information without loss. Mm. And it is normal for us to feel fatigued and exhausted. Yeah. Then we have to start changing our lives, right? We need to to learn how to manage our to-do list, the information consumption in a more systemic, intentional way. Mm. Okay, instead of haphazardly reacting to whatever shows up in your inbox email, yep. you recently subscribed to Hey, right? Which is an experiment. I'm using Hey, yeah. Yes, right? In managing email, which is also a source of overwhelm, isn't it? Yeah, as an email is a source of overwhelm, yes. right? which is why uh, the creators created Hey yes. to help you sift through your email. Exactly. Because otherwise, people spend what, three hours figuring out exactly. who to delete and all that. Hey actually automatically screens right. um, people. There's intelligence in it. Of course, you need to put in some work at the beginning mm-hmm. to tell them like, oh, I don't want to hear from this person. I don't want to hear from right. that. After that, they just organize everything for you. Exactly. So we're seeing more and more of these tools, right? To, because right. we recognize that there's a problem. So mm-hmm. not only is like our email inbox, it's our social media feed. And then we need to learn how to divide our work into clear steps and then choose when to complete our work. Mm-hmm. So it's one is distraction and focus so that we can do our work. So Correct. we need to create a system, especially when we are creators, mm-hmm. right? Your writers or your photographer or your coder, you need, mm-hmm. you cannot be constantly be like shiny object syndrome and be distracted because then you have no space to do the work, <laughs> right? Correct, correct. And it's very exhausting because you know that you think that you're multitasking but we know every time you task switch, it costs the cognitive resources every time you switch, Yes, right? So not only it's about information, we also need the same thing to organize our digital assets, mm. like our computers, our yep. desktop, correct. our hard disk, you know, all the plethora of millions of photos on our iPhone. Mm, right, our what? files, yeah. our notes, our ideas, our insights, our research, our reference materials. It's so the scary. silence they were seeking yes. extends through everything. Exactly, it's, it's a complete the, overhaul. Correct, because you have to understand, like you know, the reason why we want that silence is because we don't know how to manage this fire hose, this water hose, and, of, and we want what truly matters. Yes. Yeah. So actually, at the end of the day, how do you solve this problem? Is you must learn how to manage information, note-taking and digital organising and also how you consume information. Mm -hmm. So that's actually the solution, Mm -hmm. right? So we're actually talking about personal knowledge management and digital asset management. Mm. Mm. And I think also it's about like having good habits. Exactly. Like good habits like, uh, let's say in the morning, you meditate. These are practices that really help you to clear your mind. Exactly. But these are not tools. Eh. Like when I think about, how to say, there are differences, right? Some things are tools, like, mm. hey, is a tool. Yes. 
right? It's a very passive thing, right? Somebody created it for you. But meditation is a good habit. Yes. Which seeps into every aspect of your life. Right. Which you can apply to like, not just like, oh, um, when you work, but also how you relax and all that. Mm. So you see, actually meditation, like for example, for me, right? When I wake up now, right? I make mm. it a point not to check my emails mm. or my messages or anything. So my first one hour is purely just writing the book that I'm writing right now. So mm. I'll just write. Because I know the moment I open up the Pandora's box, huh, I will be in reactive mode. I will be in firefighting mode. Yes. And I will not be in creating mode. Mm. Because the deep work that you're doing is creation mode. So we have different hats that we're wearing so as So that's creators. how easily triggered we are, right? Yes. By whatever there is. Like, I mean, like you're so disciplined, right? Yes. But if you open your Instagram, you also get caught up in it. Of course. Yeah. Because you must understand that don't feel like you are fucked up or whatever. It's because our brain is wired this way. Correct, correct. So that's why I was saying, I prefaced the whole episode by saying, that in order to manage and to come up with solutions, we first need to be aware how our brain, if left to its own devices, how does it naturally work? The OS lah. <laughs> yes, then you can hack it. Correct. You must understand that you have to use your prefrontal cortex mm -hmm. and that's the only thing that differentiates us from animals yep. and we have the ability yep. so that we override the midbrain and the hindbrain. Mm. Because if you don't use your forebrain, yep. the midbrain and the hindbrain is just going to avoid pain, seek pleasure mm. and just do the least amount of work. So you see, but there shouldn't be guilt involved, right? Because mm. these are features of our brain that exactly. help us to navigate It's life. not a bug, it's a feature. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So we have no guilt, mm -hmm. but then we decide that actually the features are too basic. Mm -hmm. It doesn't fit uh, our purposes mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. So we upgrade ourselves. Mm -hmm. So this is what we're trying to do today. La. Yes. So let's share a couple of solutions. La, okay. Mm. Because you know that the infinite information makes us anxious, right? And when we are consuming, we cannot create. And when we are scattered and overwhelmed by information, we don't have the space to do deep work. Yes. So that's why let's... All of us. Yes, let's introduce <laughs> the most basic solution. What I've got a few solutions. Lah. So the first solution is digital abstinence, which is what you went through recently. So can you share with us? So nowadays, by default, most of the time, I don't have IG on my phone. Mm. Because when I do have it, right, I realise that I want to click on it. Yes. You know, I don't know why, like, the moment it's on my phone, yes. I have the urge. But if, let's say, I delete it from my phone and I have the urge, right, mm. there's nothing for me to click. Correct. Or you hide the icon, like, five pages No, deep. no, no, that doesn't work. It doesn't work for I you. I can you still search swipe. one. Oh. You know, I just pull down, okay. search for IG. Okay. Yeah, I-N-S-T-A, right? Okay. Yeah, so for me, it works if I delete it. Right. When I delete it, right, I can go for... Really like almost the whole day I know, without I, thinking about it. There was a few it. days I didn't see you on Instagram at all. So I think I, I messaged you and said, hey Becky, Correct. are you alright? Just want to check that you're still alive. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm still alive. Just yeah. that I'm doing my social media fun. Yes. Because I always get to the point of oversaturation. I cannot take it anymore. You know, plus people on social media can be very annoying, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so then I will not be on Facebook. I will not be on Twitter mm. or Instagram or mm. Reddit. Basically, when I'm doing internet fast, Okay, actually, usually I do a social media fast, but recently I did an internet fast, mm. which means that I couldn't even use Google mm. because I realized that one of the things that distracts me is also like I Google everything that comes to my mind, mm. like trivial things. Mm. You know, like suddenly I think of Patrick Dempsey and then I Google him. Right. And that so, is a rabbit hole. Correct. Because I want to do my work. Mm. Like I want to write and stuff like that. Then why did that Patrick Dempsey come out? Example, la, like. <laughs> That's one of a thousand things. It can things be so random. It can be so random. Up. Right. Or like, uh, is there a dengue vaccine? You know what I can't think? 
And right. I realized that there is a dengue vaccine. Right. But only if you kena it before, mm-hmm. then can you take the vaccine. Oh, it only works when you have kena. No, because I think the second time you kena dengue, it's more serious. It's like itu kong tu lah, basically, right? Don't know, I don't know how it works, but right. yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's one of the random things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had an internet fast, which was even more effective. Mm. So my internet fast consists of no social media at all, mm. no Googling, mm-hmm. and no reading of blogs or newsletters. Wow. Okay. The only thing I could so what do, do you was consume? WhatsApp and my email. No, con- no consumption. No consumption. No consumption on the internet. Mm. So yeah. you read books. Like, I also cannot uh, stream YouTube or stream Netflix. Oh, how long was that? One day? Two, what, two <laughs> days or two, oh, three days. Or two days. Mm, you think it's enough? It's very short, right? But you then on enough? the third day, I really had this urge to get online already. Urge to get online already? Like, oh, I was expecting after the and third then, day, you feel really good. <laughs> no, like, and then the resolve weakens on the third day. Like, oh, yeah, well, Google, it's a dengue vaccine also okay. Oh. You know what I mean? But it will do you good, lah. Like you really get to focus, right? Mm. Okay, so I want to understand, right? When you get to the point where you feel like you want to do the fast and you've had enough, right? Mm. What was the feeling like? Disgust. <laughs> By yourself. By no disgust at like how like the overabundance of information. Tai So is it? A sense of what is it? What is the emotion? Is it like overwhelm or annoyance or anger? It's or? like when your kitchen is too messy. You're like, and then you want to cook. Right. And then you have no space to cook. And then you need to spend all this time like packing. Okay. So, so I clear out everything. I have just one pot in front of me. Right. As an analogy. Right, la. right, mm. right. So is it a case of, it's so much that the only way you know how to manage it is just to just do like cook Just turkey, to turn it off. Turn it off for now. Correct. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I do a combination of both, right? right? Like sometimes I do cold turkey and sometimes I don't do social media. I mm-hmm. still read blogs. Mm. Yeah, so, but I feel that this works quite well for me mm. because I know you might recommend something like, oh, you know, like it's impossible to get off social media yes. entirely. Yes. So you still need it. Yes. But I really love the idea of not being online for three to four days. Right. Or not being on social media for three to four days. It's just like retreating into right. my own corner. Right. I like that feeling. Then when you eventually come back again, do you just go back to the old world, like the way it is? Like again, the fire hose is there. You come back, then gonna fire hose. So, but you're more rested. So the fire hose looks more manageable now. Is it like that? Yeah. So you are rested. So you, you are also interested and excited in the information that you can consume. But that's not a sustainable consume. strategy, isn't it? Because it's like, yeah, that's why. That's why, why is it I not have, sustainable? That's why I have solution number two. But because uh. you're, not, you're not solving the root of the problem. It's like mm. on a good day, you can manage it. But in a bad day, you can't. Uh. But nothing has changed the world exactly as it is, right? Yeah, so, because I can't change the world, right? You can change, uh-huh. <laughs> you can't change the world, but you can change your system. Uh, and you can build a structure. Right. Yes, you can build your own house. So okay, that it so, doesn't matter what the weather is outside, they are uh, safe uh, uh. in the house. Okay. You can share with me yes, like, yes, what it's very works exciting. for That's you. That's why I wanted to understand your psyche. And I think a lot of people are like that. And I'm just uh. trying to say that, okay, if we can push ourselves a little bit more, we do the digital fasting and abstinence. I think it's great. But don't just do that as solution one. And if we only have that as solution, as the only solution, we are fucked ready. We need mm. to have another solution and another solution. So we stack it. So okay. the first thing I would say is really, of course, if your hand is on the hot boiling kettle, take your hand off first. Mm. Right? So you just fast. Switch off everything. Put away your phone. But then I feel that digital abstinence, right, it may be useful, but it is limiting. Hello. Hello. Hi, hi. 
they have a little favor to ask. Yes, a little favor to ask. What is it? Uh, quite little only, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is that we would like to ask you to leave a review for us on mm. iTunes. Yes, if you have enjoyed our podcast, please leave a review for us and be honest, lah. Huh? If you think it's one star, please don't write a review. <laughs> <laughs> but be honest, lah. If it's a five star, be honest, lah. Okay. okay thank you, ah. Uh, thank okay, you. Bye. Bye. Mm-mm. And the advice is not wrong, but it's limiting because why? Because information is good and we still need I to consume that, yeah, info. I agree with that, yeah. So if we don't have a structure mm. to protect ourselves, then it's just a case of us switching from exhausted mm. to being okay enough to be like rest, fire host again. Then <laughs> fire host until we cannot take it, then rest again. Then we're just flipping between these two states. I don't think it is very healthy or sustainable. So what's the healthier state? Yes, okay. So you see, uh, so <laughs> shutting off sources of information is just but one way of dealing with this. You can use it, but let's do more. Okay, so for example, I give an analogy. You know I like my analogies, right? Mm. So we know that not all foods are made equal, mm. okay? But not all foods are bad. Yeah. So as human beings, can I tell you that, oh, because there is junk food and there's bad food, you don't eat at all. Mm. You will die of hunger. Right? Yeah. Correct? So the case is that you don't eat McDonald's or KFC. Actually, we just ate that. You don't eat it 24-7. You eat it occasionally, okay? Because you want to. Mm. But then you have to learn how to eat healthier food. And mm-hmm. you need to choose, you need to know where the healthier food is. Yeah. Where can you get it? Right? And you know that, you know, it's the, the fridge, right? If you stop your fridge with a lot of snacks, when you're hungry, the willpower is so low, you open the fridge, huh? your environment is full of snacks, you eat snacks. Correct. Right? But when you are hungry and you open the fridge, your mama threw away all the snacks. Huh? It's all fresh fruits inside, organic food. So you order food delivery? Lo? You don't. Nah. That's it, you can't, <laughs> but then you just, oh, I, I've, uh, I just feel like, oh, actually an apple actually looks very good. Or yeah, a banana yeah. actually looks very, very good, right? Mm. So you have that. So the better strategy is actually to have a mental mode of stream thinking, super thinking, and a system to manage information. Oh. Yeah, That way we can use our brains at their highest potential. Okay. Instead of just reacting to our environment. Mm. So, okay, I'm rested enough. Let's go back to the fire hose. That's mm. exactly what we're doing. So then we start to develop agency in the world of infinite information and then we can filter them. Mm. Right? And why is this important? Okay? It's important because our ability to do deep work is directly tied to our fluency and literacy in managing the information. Mm. So I feel that this is something that, again, the schools didn't teach. And we need to start to develop this capability. And it's a literacy. It's so hard to learn. Correct. Eh? So basically, we are improvising now. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And then we need, because the more fluent we are, we know how to manage it because we know the world is just going to be the world. Mm. But we, if we develop this agency to manage it, it becomes our competitive advantage in this world. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the world has become exceedingly scarce, right? Uh, or because of what has become exceedingly scarce and therefore valuable, mm. right? And it is the physical, emotional, attentional, mental capability to sit quietly and direct focus attention for sustained periods of time. That is something that is so valuable now. We don't know how to do it. So you're saying that a lot of people can do work that is very shallow. Yes. But if you can do, you really can sit down, focus, do something of high quality. Quietly, without distraction. You will be much more valuable. La. Yes, it becomes your competitive edge. Correct. As correct. a creator, yeah. this is how you cut through all the noise and all the mediocre creators. Correct, correct. Because correct. the rest don't know how to do it. Yeah. So if we can learn how to develop this Newton skill mm-hmm. that is so rare now, oh my God, 
We become mm. so high. This is why we want to learn this silence and how to manage so that we can do deep work. So not just to rest. Correct. There to, is a reason. And yeah. I'm selling you something so you know why you're doing this. Because I sell you something there's no value proposition. You are like, oh, just to rest. Rest very value proposition already. It like. is, but I'm telling you there's a level two and a level three. Yeah, it's a yeah. competitive advantage now. So yeah. now you know, mm, the mm. brain can latch onto something and I feel like I want to be to create space. I want to be silent. I want to do deep work. Mm. Now suddenly it becomes really sexy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you must understand that the quality of your output uh, is fundamentally limited by the quality of the input. So mm. garbage yeah. in, garbage out. <laughs> right? So the problem, right, is that our entire digital world is geared to watch snackable chunks of super low-grade information. Yeah. Photos la, tweets la, statuses mm. la, snaps la, feeds la, cards la. Mm. Which is why, you know, for our going back to our Instagram stories and our account, when I put out something, right, I really, really try and be valuable and mm. give value. I don't want it to be another like self, self-fulfilling post and like, oh, look at me, what I <coughs> ate, I solely hide. No. Mm. Sometimes I do that, mm. but most of the time I would say 80% of it, I try and give value because yeah. I understand that, wow, so much of the information out there is just low grade. Mm. And I want to be very mindful that when I make use of a platform, I don't contribute to the problem. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very aware as creators. So now what's the solution? The solution is to fight this tide. Mm. We have to redesign our environment. Okay. Our own little world, la, mm-hmm. not the whole world out there. La. It's yeah. our world. Okay. So I'm going to share with you solution number two which is redesigning our environment, creating guiding structures, curate, curate, curate. (laughs) Okay? I'm very, very curious. So to change our behaviour, we already talked about the fridge, right? We have to change our environment and stack ourselves up for success. So remove all the things that are very low value. Yes. So the action that we should take is to Mm. front load the action, right? Because the action that you take to fix that problem, right, it 100% depends on what is available in your environment to do to fix the problem. Is that like how you taught me to delete like the number of people that I follow? Yes. Because I waited um, down from 2,000 to correct. like 400. Correct. Because let me ask you, okay, if you're stranded on an island and you need to make a fire, mm. if you have a lighter with you, you will just use a lighter, ma. Mm. But if you don't have a lighter, what do you do? You go and find pieces of wood and rock and then you got to ignite the rock. Yeah. Or for example, you are in a dark place, right? If you have a torch, you use a torch. If you don't have a torch, you use a candle. If you don't have a candle, you have to find something else, really. You yeah. have to improvise. So your environment greatly determines the action that you will take to solve the problem. Mm-mm-mm. This is the power of the mm. environment, depending on how much you have or how much you work with in the beginning. Is your environment also the easiest thing to change? The environment around you? Yes. This is the first step. La. It's the first step. Do, so you front load the work. Okay. You front load the work. Because once we understand this concept, right, we can use it in a sneaky way. Because if you want to act in a certain way to solve certain problems, the very most effective thing that you can do is to change the structure of the environment around you so that you will use only a little bit of willpower mm-hmm. when you need to. Correct. Then it becomes easy. Yeah, yeah. So another example is you go for personal training in a gym. Mm. Why is it you need to hire a personal trainer instead of working out on your own? Mm. It's because when you have a personal trainer, it is a structured environment. Mm. There's structured guidance. Right. And the environment has changed so that there's accountability. You show up, you're paying for it so you won't waste it so you will go and you will do it. Mm. And then when you work out with someone breathing down your neck, you won't give up easily. Yeah. It's very similar to why a lot of people prefer to go to school rather yes. than do online classes. Yeah, 
homeschooling mm. because there is an the environment, environment is structured. Right. Right. So you're stacking yourself up for success. And in a way, you're also setting up boundaries. Mm-hmm. Right. So the more selective you are about your sources, let's talk about social media. You need to be very, very selective about who you follow mm. and what your sources of information is. Okay. Mm. So when it comes to emails also, cut out all the newsletters that you're subscribed to. Mm-hmm. Okay. The different email digests that just throw you off track. And then you go shopping. You know, you want to buy this, you want to buy that. Right. And then you unfollow people who are posting crap. The people you follow two years ago, some of them, you don't want to follow them really. You have outgrown them. So mm. don't keep them there. Yeah. Right. Just cut them out and reduce the number of people you follow on Instagram. Like for me, right, recently, I've just been calling... 180 now. Oh, okay. I've been ruthlessly cutting. Even right. friends I cut because I go like, oh, I will be able to see your post on Facebook. Mm. So I don't have to see your post again on Instagram. Mm-mm. So no animosity. It doesn't mean I love you any less. <laughs> it's just that I'm protecting my own digital space. Your friend might not think so though. It doesn't matter because it's about <laughs> them. It's not about me, ma. I okay. mean no malice, ma. They can yeah. think anyway. La. But if they know me, they know it's... I still show up for them. I still know what they're doing on Facebook. I still, you know, I'm connected. I reply to them on WhatsApp, Mm-mm. right? But I don't have to see the same information served around to me three times, right? Yeah. So spend time researching on the best mentors and learn from them. This is another trick that I do. So, you know, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of very smart people, but now I have different people. I do the research. So, if let's say I want to do how to do mind management, I look at two or three people and then I decide who is the one that I will follow for now. So, you don't follow all three? No, no. So, I can tell you, building a second brain, I follow Tiago Forte. Productivity and systems, I follow Josh Kaufman. Mm -hmm. Business systems, I follow Tara Gentile. Coaching and mindset, I follow Brooke Castillo. Mm. Social media marketing, I follow this girl called Vanessa Lau. My spiritual teacher is Till Swan. So I have these six people that I follow from. And I just learn from them. So I only have one small host, one small host, one small host, one small host. And it's very targeted. But of course, I can change. If I outgrow this particular coach or mentor, I switch to the next one. But I spend time researching because it takes time for me to decide two to three. And then I look at what they're teaching. I read a bit. Then I go, who is right for right now? Who meets me where I want to be right now? And I just tell myself, don't fall more. Yes. How much time do you have? You only have 24 hours anyway. Mm. You want to learn from three people at the same time. <laughs> Why don't you just learn one? Learn everything you can, then you move on to the next one. Or learn until such point where you realise that, okay, you don't vibe with that person anymore. You're ready to switch teacher, then you switch. Right. So spend time researching on the best mentors and learn from them. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I think I am reading too many <laughs> different people. I know it. It's really a case of FOMO. Mm-hmm. It's really a case of like, hey, this guy is very smart. Right. This this lady can teach me a lot. And there are a lot of very smart people. But we cannot do it all right. Okay, you just think about it. When you go to school last time when you learn science and maths. <laughs> three three bio teachers. You don't what? You only, whatever teacher came to teach, you have to settle with that teacher. And you learn from the teacher for the one whole year, what? Yeah. Or the whole semester, what? Correct. Ah, it's the same concept. Mm-mm-mm. You know? And anyway, a lot of these teachers and gurus, they teach the same thing over and over again, right? Yes. They're, they're teaching principles and everlasting truths, yes. evergreen, classic, teachable moments, right? Yeah, it, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't really matter. So I think it's more important that you find a teacher that the style and the personality and the energy vibes with you and you feel most lit up when you learn from the particular teacher. You know, it makes learning so fun. So your inbox is very manageable. La. It's inbox zero every day. So you literally um, like subscribe to the newsletters of the six people, for example. Yes, and some of them I subscribe right? I will just read the first two to three and I don't like if it's low quality, I delete. Mm. 
Because you know a lot of people just like to build their own email list for marketing purposes, right? Yeah. So they give you a very low-grade freebie. Yeah. That's why our freebie is not low-grade. Huh? My mm. freebie, the 42 questions, I spent a lot of time doing it. Right? Because I don't believe in just... Uh, yeah, uh, because I believe that emails, right, inboxes, because I am a consumer myself, I know how it feels. Correct. Why do you want to do to other people what you don't want to be done onto you? Correct. So I'm very mindful when I create, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so whenever I feel someone who just like, oh, it's all about selling, it's mm. all about, uh, then I will just be like, okay, I don't follow you. You're not the teacher for me. You're not, I don't want to, correct, I correct, don't welcome correct. you in my inbox. You want to see something that you feel like, wow, this person really put in a lot of time yes. to do it. Like yes. when we write our stuff, right? Yes. <laughs> it's a so humble break. But <laughs> 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 no, but I think it's because we really love what we do correct. in a way and correct. we don't want to short sell the people who receive your thing. Yes, yes. So like my newsletter, I can really spend two days yeah. crafting it on Yeah. It's not like a 15 minutes throw out. Because I think we value a lot of the value delivery and the value development and creation. And also because we are both creators and consumers. Mm. So like I say, if you don't want to receive this kind of crap, why do you think that you should make other people receive your crap? You know my problem, right, is that because I don't like crap also. So like let's say newsletters, right? I already called a lot of it. But there is really a lot of good quality stuff mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. For me, it's a matter of like deciding which good quality stuff to drop. Okay, so I have another tip for you. Mm. <laughs> this is another. Lie. This is a lie. Just now was what, a lie, second. Ba. That was the second solution. This is a third. This is even higher. Uh. So after you kind of build your guiding structures, right? And yeah. you decide who are the teachers you want to learn from, right? And you still come across a lot mm. of stuff that oh my god, I want to read. Well, yeah, well, okay. So this is called personal knowledge management okay? okay and this bonus tip is called creating a buffer so you have to understand two modes are you in collection mode or are you in reading mode mm. and i would urge you to create a special mode called collection mode for okay. people who are just super formal when it comes to digesting information right don't go into reading mode because you are into reading mode don't because when you are like saying you want to read this, you want to read that, oh. right? The reason why you're overwhelmed is because you are in reading mode. Yeah. You want to read everything. You want to read all 20 articles at the same time, oh. right? Don't. Create this thing called the collection mode. So instead of pushing a new piece of information that you receive through from the intake to processing to consumption without scrutiny, you create a pool of options drawn from a longer period of time, which allows you to then later make decisions from a higher perspective where those decisions are better aligned with what truly matters to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? How do you practice it? Okay, so what you do is, right, so what I do these days is I use Instapaper uh-huh. or you can use Pocket. So what I do is when I go online and I, like sometimes a random article, like you know how blog posts sometimes have links and hyperlinks and the hyperlink has hyperlinks, right? Uh. So everything's important. I don't read everything. I just save to Insta, Instapaper, save to Instapaper, save to Instapaper. I do that also. Yeah, so you collect, 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 right? Yeah. So you don't read, you just collect. At the end of the... So you don't feel the pressure to read? No. I'm always like, ah, so many things I want to read. No, because I'm in collection mode. And I know once I'm collected, I don't have to have FOMO because it's collected. I can go to it anytime. Mm. So you kind of hack the brain because the brain can rest. Mm. The reason why you don't have a collection mode, right? And you think that you need to consume everything is because of the FOMO thing. So you got to train yourself that you have to tell your brain, brain, please don't freak out because everything that you will ever want to read is there. It's not going anywhere. Mm. So you calm the fuck down, right? So you just collect, collect, collect. Now, the beauty about this is after three days or even a week, when you go back, right, immediately you know there are a lot of articles you wouldn't read. So I just delete, delete, delete. Because you are able to assess information later from a higher perspective. Right. And then you will be able to cull Mm. much better than we are culling on the spot. What if you have so many interests? 
then and you create, everything is readable to you. You create folders, law. You just have to tell your brain that. You see, the brain needs to know that there's one central port mm. where everything can go there. Then it will not freak out. Then mm. it will have no FOMO. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Because how can you fear of missing out if you know where to go to? Mm. Okay, let's say like you have a whole bookshelf of books, right? Mm. You're also collecting the books, right? Mm. But some people, they will have this feeling that I want to read everything. So when they're reading one book, right? Mm. They are thinking about the other book that they want to read. Yeah, but you can only read one book at one time. So like mm. me, you know, I'm also preaching to myself, right? I just bought like seven or eight books recently and then like one day, then the next day I went to buy another five books, right? So now I've got 12 books, right? And I want to read all 12 books because I'm equally interested. Yeah. So you just tell yourself, that's fine. Because when you went to school last time, also one class is chemistry, then next class is physics, then next class is maths. Every day you can have seven or eight different classes of different subjects. So you just read one chapter, one chapter, one chapter. The whole idea is that you don't have to just do one thing uh, out of 12 books, just choose one book. But after you finish one book, then you tackle the other 11 books. No, you can tackle all 12 books at the same time. But when you do, when whatever you read, you need to be very present and very focused. Mm. And you also need to understand that maybe out of the 12 books, do you really need to read 12 books? Maybe if you sit and you look and you go like, actually, mm, there are only three books that are really good out of these 12. So you just drop the rest. You drop the rest with no guilt. Mm. And you tell yourself that, okay, these other books that I'm not reading, I can read it anytime I want to. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, solution yeah. number three. Yeah. So, you know, what tea? <laughs> Does it make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Definitely. Quite, yeah. I'm going to give you the fourth solution, okay. which is even more high level. Come and blow me away. Yeah, please. and I think this is the one that is going to go like... <gasps> relief. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. Okay. So this fourth solution, right, is you need to have mindset shifts. Mm. We need to change our identity when it comes to consuming information. Okay. Okay. And we have to understand, like just now it's collection mode versus reading mode. Yeah. So you got to understand whether you are consuming or you're creating. Mm. Okay. So I encourage you guys to adopt the mindset of a curator. Curator. Yeah. Instead of drinking from the fire hose, you start to create a barrier and a filter strategically. Mm. So this is the first mindset shift. Mm. Instead of just lie, come at me. Mm. Now you go like, I need to have checks and balances. I need to have a barrier, a filter strategically, like a system. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. The next thing is the mindset shift from public to private. Okay. Public meaning you consume from public platforms like social media, Facebook, Instagram. Don't shift to private, which is books, courses, masterminds. Mm. That kind of consumption. The quality is very different, right? And switch from the novel, novelty like notifications and pings, Mm. to timeless content. So go for richer, wiser, more useful content that is richer over a period of time instead of just going for the short dopamine hit. Okay, but I have a question, right? Mm. Let's say you're working so hard every day, creating, right? When do you find time to consume all the 12 books that you're reading, for example? Okay, so for me, right, I know when I create the best, which is after 11 p.m. So I don't read after 11 p.m. I create. Mm. But my day, I know that when I go out for my brunch, my lunch, um, when I'm sitting around in the home, I know I don't create well, I read. So you don't create the whole day. No, I There are moments when you rest. Yeah, and sometimes I switch. I switch depending on my energy level mm-hmm. because creation is very exhausting, yeah. right? And you need to tap into the creative energy. When it's not there, why sit there and try and force yourself to create? It doesn't work, mm. right? So I was like, okay, maybe then it is, my time is better spent on consumption because I feel inspired to learn something so that then I can go and create. Mm-hmm. So you need to know what modes you are in. 
Yeah. You need to first recognize first. Then you go like, when I'm in this mode, I don't... Okay, when I'm in creation mode, you cannot be drinking from the fire hose. Mm. You're wrong. But a lot of us are like that. Mm-hmm. When we're in creation mode, we're still looking at our phone. <laughs> we're still like swiping. Exactly, correct. Then, then what hat are you wearing? You are switching. That's why you're drained and you're exhausted. Correct, correct, correct. Right? Mm. You know, very simple hack for me. It's so dumb, dumb. Like for example, you said that you have to delete the app altogether, right? Mm. It's so dumb, dumb. For me, you know what works? Me opening this drawer and putting my phone in oh, the you drawer. Put your phone That's it. The, the physical act of just putting it in the drawer, which is really just right next to me. Yeah. I stop touching the phone. Mm, okay. This is how stupid we are like, as humans. Right. For me also, like, I have to turn on, uh, what's the airplane mode? Yes. And then so it, it really works. does help The me. people who just listen to this as concepts and you have never tried, please try because it works. You it might does. not want to try because you think, how can it be? It cannot it be so simple. So yeah. it doesn't work. But that, it does. Correct, correct. Or things like Pomodoro. Yes. It works for me also. Yes, 20 minute sprints, 25 minute sprints and then correct. you rest. You set and a timer. Come. Exactly. So your brain kind of feels like, okay, within this 25 minutes, I want to do everything correct. And that 20, I set out to do. 20 is long enough for you to do a substantial amount of work, chunk of work. Not but too long. it's not too long for you to start to be depleted in yeah. terms of your energy. Correct, correct. You know? Yeah, yeah so it's great. Mm. So the other thing about the mindset shift is instead of going for sensational news, go for think of subtle digestion. So you think about using your brain to develop, to think, to analyze, to synthesize instead of snacking on ideas. Mm. Okay? And the last one is instead of consuming, learn to create like collaboration, publishing, sharing. So it's basically me offering you this mindset shift from just mindlessly consuming snackable, reading, 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 yeah, yeah. low-grade information to, mm. to using your brain and connecting with information and processing information in a deeper, more meaningful, more constructive way. Correct, correct. Yeah. It's true, you know. I've come to realize that because I love to read, right? Mm-hmm. But I have actually come to see how, in a way, useless reading is. Mm. You know, you really can read 10 books and you don't remember anything. Mm. And reading is so passive. Right. So sometimes, right, you if you don't practice what you're reading, it's, it's just something that comes in the left ear and goes out the right ear. Exactly. Yeah, you have so, to be very engaged, right? Correct, correct, engaged. correct. So reading alone actually is not enough. Mm. You got to like work with the material. You got to apply it to your own life. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so it's just basically you have to understand that we're moving away. I enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, we're moving away from a world of containers to a world of streams now. It's shifted. Yeah, I feel inspired because like it's just mind shifts. Yes. What you talked about, right? Yes. But sometimes when we go about our lives, we don't realize that we are in that, I don't know, frame of mind. Yes. yes. Yeah. So we just need a reminder. Yes. For we me, can all switch out. For me, I'm also very inspired when I see other people who run their lives really, really well, right? They're, they're prolific creators, yeah. right? And then I go very inspired and I see how do you do it, right? Uh-huh. And then they will tell, they, the first thing they will say is just make me feel very lousy about myself. Like, how come I'm behaving like a reptile and a chimpanzee? <laughs> like, because they say, well, of course you can't create because you're just snacking on low grade information and I go, fuck, we are really. <laughs> <laughs> then I say, then what do we, if I don't snack, then what do we do? They said, there is a lot of high-grade information. You just have to do a little bit of work and research and decide to, to drink from that water sprout, mm. from that water cooler. Right, you right. drink from that and it takes work and it's intentional. Mm-hmm. So I go, oh. Shit. So that's where I learn all these things from because I also realise that I get very depleted by a lot of, yeah. how do I manage this? Hey, can you do a course called How to Run Your Life Efficiently? 
Of course, we're going to do that in the Lito Academy. What yeah. do you think? I want to teach people the para system, which is how do you organize. Para system? Yeah, the para system. Oh, the Tiago Forte. Yes, it? this is the guy. There's a guy I'm learning from the how to... I, I know about this brain. guy. Yes. I read his stuff also. Yes. But he re- writes like long, super long stuff. Yes. I got no patience to read through. Yeah. And a bit chim one, right? Yes, you really have to be very engaged with his uh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it would be nice if somebody can... Distill it into distill- simple. Yeah. It's really long. It's really long. It's dense. Yeah, correct. To to create that system, so he teaches you para for right. How long? No, he teaches para. You know what I'll teach? I'll teach para para sakura. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I will teach para para sakura. Yeah, Kofu Chang. And then you know para para sakura. Then you will understand. But it's very simple. The para concept, right, is projects, areas, uh, <laughs> uh, archives, and resources. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. And so is a what? Organization organizing system? Organizing all the information into four categories. No, I want a course on how to run your life. Mm-hmm. As in like routines. Like mm-hmm. should we have routines or mm-hmm. should we like uh, work based on our energy level? Yes, all how of those things. How should we design? All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how should we design our day to be as healthy, right. as optimized? As productive okay, as possible. My answer to this is of course we can do a course. We can offer different solutions. But at the end of the day, I feel that there is no one system that fits everyone. Mm-hmm. You have sure. to try it on sure, yeah. and then you see what works really well for you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You know? So for me, right, I feel that um digital abstinence doesn't work for me. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't I've solve tried. the problem. It uh. doesn't because I, I still need to consume information. And I feel that it's almost like um, when you do um, cancer treatment, mm. you kill the cells, right? And you kill the bad cells and you kill the good cells as well. You kill everything if you go for that approach. Mm-hmm. If you have, you abstain. I think I will still do a combination of both. Mm. That means I Short will- Short burst lah. Short burst. Yeah, I will further cull all my input. Actually, I'm already doing it. Yes. But I still have a lot. Because you know what? If you are able to cull and manage your normal day-to-day, the need for a fast becomes Lesser. lower. Correct. Oh, but I like. Then do it. Yeah, so I will still do a combination Correct. because I do like disappearing for three days. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we can come up with our own experiments, right? This is the Rebecca style. Yeah. And this so is you the try. Daniel style. Yeah. And then there's the in-between the 50 shades of grey that you can try. <laughs> try it on and see what works. But the basic problem doesn't change. The basic problem is that there is too much information for our brains. Mm. to process. Mm, mm, mm. So it cannot be you learn from everything, you drink from everything. Yeah. It cannot. I think my insight from you today is that to call even the high quality sources of input. Mm-hmm. Because I already thought, I already took out all the lousy ones. There's still got so but many. actually so the much. internet is so huge, right? There's a lot of good ones. Eh? Of course. Even productivity guru, we want to follow, there's so many. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I found it quite difficult to say like, okay, I don't want to read this guy anymore. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. focus on this guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something I should try And on. you can also cherry pick because even for the most prolific creators, right, they have B-grade work also. Mm, okay. So you just go, you just scheme and you need to also learn how to speed read and scheme and go for like, okay. And don't think that everything this guy produced is the best. Okay, now. I'm going to give you another tip. tip. If you don't know what you're seeking, you will just have to go in and read everything. Correct? Mm. So before you go in and get the thing you really need, you do this thing called priming. 
Mm. And priming is just 30 seconds. Before you go and read anything, you ask yourself, what is it you're reading for? Is it just general? Then of course you don't need the prime. But if there's a specific something that you really, really need and you have a question in mind, you prime. And you go like, this is what I want. This is the answers. This is my problem. You prime yourself. Then you go and crack open the book or the article and the answer will jump out at you. Oh, is it? It's very fast. Or the person that you think that you should read from, of all the 10 articles, you will find the one or two. It's called priming. Priming. Mm. It's a concept Never of priming. Heard of that. It's a brain hack as well. Okay. So you spend 30 seconds to prime yourself and then you can really scheme. You literally can scheme through things. Mm. Mm. So these are all little tricks of how you can filter. Right. It doesn't mean you can't go back and read those other things that you filter out. They are mm. still there. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But if let's say you only have 10 minutes to consume and you need an answer, you don't go down a rabbit hole. You prime and you go down and you go and you spot. Mm. Okay, let me try mm. that. And also telling yourself like, Hey, you wouldn't die la, if you don't yes, read everything. Yes. FOMO. I think your biggest problem is that FOMO thing. Like, I want to read because it's so read, good. I want to read, yeah. Correct. Correct, correct. Because we are voracious. We have voracious appetite for learning la. I, I, I get it la. You get it, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to preach to you because I'm so high. Because I'm trying to preach to myself. Because I understand. You experience that Yes, la. I have that angst as well. But I'm, uh. I'm thinking that no la. If I just let this angst run me, it's not a Yeah, because it's two sides. You don't get anything. Dui, I need a system. I need to be better and build an even stronger system over mm. time. Yeah, I feel mm. I'm not very yes. good at that. So I so think I, yeah. we have one, two, three, four plus two other bonus tips for you la, about how you can create silence. Mm. So the silence we're talking about today is also like space. Mm-hmm. Mind space, head space. Correct. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Ling Laoshi. Yes. I hope you that find it useful. Insightful. Yes. How do you enjoy giving your masterclass? <laughs> hey, I told you that we're not supposed to have masterclasses until like the fifth episode onwards, right? But I can't just but can't it, help it, myself. It came out. But it this topic came out from of you. you. Yeah, this topic came from you. Yeah, because I am very concerned about the right. state of, yeah. You know, like, I think mental well-being is really a huge part is about really managing how, um, learning how to manage this all this digital noise. Yeah, law, yeah, law. And I like your point about how it connects directly to our output. Yes. Mm. Garbage in, garbage out. Yeah, like as creators, ma, like yeah. we really need to uh, be inspired, mm-hmm. but not to the point of being overwhelmed. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, la, so. Songs. Song. Ah. Yes. Wait, mine huh? is a musical track. Wow. Yes. Let me see. What is mine? I forgot. You you go you want to talk about your song first? Or not? Mine is a musical instrumental track. It's called The Slow Calm. The Slow Calm. Yeah. Like okay. slow and calm. I see. And actually in this track, there's a bit where you think the song has ended, but it hasn't. It's just a long silence. Oh, nice. And then it comes back. So I, I, I ah. feel like it encapsulates whatever we're talking about today. Nice. I should play John Cage's four minutes. Is it four minutes and 26 seconds? You know, what there's this that? musician, he has this piece. Mm-hmm. It's four minutes of silence. Oh, really? Is it on Spotify? I don't know. But like when he played it in the symphony, right? Like it was in silence, the orchestra. Huh? Really, how, how like, it? It's really silent. So the whole orchestra was there? Quiet, yeah. W- were they moving? I don't think so. John Cage, you go and Google. Oh my God. <laughs> so are you going to play that? Hey, maybe, maybe I we, should, Maybe right? we should have that in Lito Labs or Google, but we do an eight-minute <laughs> version. <laughs> Silence. Okay, my song is by Kings of Convenience. It's called Homesick. Mm-hmm. Homesick is like this feeling of like, you know, like I'll go back to where I belong. Mm. Yeah, so I feel that like when it's so noisy, I yes. have this want feeling to of homesickness. I see. Mm. All right. Bye-bye. See you in two weeks' time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hey, we need to record another outro. Yes, yes, because new season. So we have two strong call to actions for you guys, ah, you Xiao Mouse. Ting hao. So number one call to action is that you should come and look for us um, on Instagram. Yes. At Lito Labs. We are very active there. Every day got Instagram stories, got teachable moments, okay? We are very active. Come connect with us. Yes. If uh, you miss us, that's where you can go. Yes. Besides that, we also have a music channel. Yes. We are also on Spotify, right? A separate channel. It's not our podcast channel. It's a legit music channel and it's called Lito, Lito Labs. Labs. Okay. Mm. Is it a bit confusing? It's, it's a not. little bit. <laughs> la. It's a little bit. La. A little bit. Okay. So, Instagram handle is Lito Labs, one word. The Spotify music channel is Lito Labs, two words. And our podcast is The Lito Podcast. Easy peasy, right? Easy peasy. You are very clever. You'll be able to get it. Bye. Bye. Bye.